Hello and welcome to the show, Network Special. Yeah. Welcome back. My name is Nathan, and I'm here with my co-host, Colin. Yes, and we have a very special episode for you today. I know I say that every week, but this one <laughs> is a very special episode. There's lots of things happening in this episode. Some good, some sad, some uh, hopefully funny things. Um, but for those of you who don't know, who are turning tuning in to this episode for the first time, Network Special is <laughs> and always will be. Why do you do this every time? Why? <laughs> a, a podcast about the golden age of appointment television. <laughs> uh, back in the day, you used to not be able to watch your favorite t- well no, i don't know if you know what I, I this is not even working at all I, I'm, give, I'm giving up colin you, you go ahead why don't you just take this one well as i recall it back in the day you know before <laughs> dvrs before digital you know recording all that kind of stuff you had to just be there when the show was airing on television you had to be there at the date and time uh, in order to see it so we like to go back to those those days and uh and and celebrate them <laughs> And for those of you who are noticing Good maybe God. like an exasperated uh, you know, gasp <laughs> during that, <laughs> uh, we have a special we have a special guest with us today. Um, the very specialist special. Ge- the specialist guest of all. Yeah, uh, in fact, a network special guest. Ooh. Please welcome back to the show, former co-host and co-creator of this show. Zachariah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, wow. real, the real co-host. The <laughs> this real co-host. This is great. Well, so there, there's two, I, there's, there's three things. Number one, uh, <laughs> it's great to be back here. Um, I mean, I have been listening to the show. Uh, not all of them. I'm not a martyr, but <laughs> a lot of them I do Glutton listen to. And I, I do like how I'm like the Voldemort of the series now where no one... <laughs> can talk about me it's it really is not distressing at all to sound like you've been canceled for some other reason other than just leaving um and you're here today to apologize i got canceled i well i'm here to listen (laughs) i'm here to be here i am now going to step back from the microphone (laughs) and i'm gonna just take some time uh and with that i'm gonna introduce Uh, for the first time, a woman to the podcast. Hi, boys! Have, I think you, have you know to this. Say to Zachariah. <laughs> neg, neg, neg. Jeez. I I want to go on record as saying I have gone out of my way to not have you be Voldemort, but Nathan, I don't know what happened between no, you I... two, but I mean, he's been weird at times about it. Uh, the man loves a beef. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, is uh, Colin, I, was, I actually wanted to say this while we were recording. I think you've been doing a great job. I think you're very funny. I hope you keep recording stuff because you have a really, you have a really good energy. Oh, that's nice. And I've, I've really enjoyed hearing. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I, did, I did say on the very first part of the first episode I uh, filled in, because uh, I felt like that's what I've been doing in your in your absence, just filling in until you could return. And this has happened today. But I said, <laughs> and this is a dated reference. It was dated when I said it back then. 
I feel like the replacement Duke boys that uh, like if anybody that knows the Dukes of Hazard knows there was one season several years in where the Bo and Luke left and were replaced by some other two country yokels for a while. And that's what I felt like is not 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 you're, I'm no Bo or Luke. And you know, Bo and Luke in this horrible metaphor. It's. It's it's it. This is a that's a dated reference to anyone Extremely. who's not familiar with our show. <laughs> yeah, I guess in the it course of apt, this though. podcast, it's apt though because Nathan, of course, has his big Confederate flag <laughs> on the top As of his usual. car. He does. <laughs> I just, He's a moonshiner. All these things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when that whole hubbub kicked up, you know, I went out, had to show my support, painted the. Confederate flag on the top of my Honda Insight. <laughs> you're the you're the person and, that uh, gave Marjorie the idea for the uh, the divorce that she's proposing now. I think is if I remember oh, yeah, the that great correctly. divorce yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So congrats, you've had the big Our time. Good, a for, former, also a former host of the show, Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> That's her name, right? Um, okay, let's get into this week's show take your time we did two shows a combo you know, show. colin i kind of prided myself <laughs> for a minute because explain one one reason that the show was always kind of a, a, a millstone to explain to people is there is like three stages of things you have to explain mm-hmm. you have to explain you're talking about a tv special you have to talk about how it's like a one-off yep <sighs> Yeah. Uh, there's there's so many things you kind of have to explain, and I really at one point was like, oh, thank God I have this quick thing to just <laughs> barrel through. <laughs> um, but now we're like in the uh, the 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 slow cinema of introducing <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's Nathan's slow, legacy, slow film movement. Mumble. This is our, this is our version of Mumblecore. Yes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're talking about two specials, one that aired in 2003 and one that aired like a month ago or something, right? Had to have been Um, very recently, yeah. (laughs) These are the Dick Tracy specials and they aired on TMC, what, like, like midnight or something? Is that right? Well, TMC? One one of them, and I will only correct it because this is important to the timeline. One was in 2010. Oh, 2010. And the other was in 2023. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Oh, God, please forgive me. Zachariah, (laughs) did you watch either one of them when they were actually airing for the first time? I um, found out about them after the fact because something about these, and we should say the name of them at some point, um, (laughs) they were not advertised. It was was almost as though they were trying to bury (laughs) just an uninteresting nothing of a program that was being made for weird reasons. And so I found out about it from other people uh, saying, have you seen this thing? And I, I had to race out because I do. Well, whenever we talk about the, the, the name of the shows that we're watching, I can I can get into it. But there's a reason why people brought it up to me. I okay. think I did say the Dick Tracy specials, didn't I? Or did I just think that in my head? You said that, but is that the name of the actual? They are right. The Dick Tracy special, isn't that? Well, one of them from 2010 is the Dick Tracy special. And okay. then 2023, of course, is Dick Tracy special colon Tracy zooms in. That's right. <laughs> okay. And these are created <laughs> See, by War. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, 
he seemed zoomed completely zoomed out in a variety of ways in this special too and it's <laughs> yeah. it was almost upsetting to watch but so, of course, for for this episode, I am drinking out of my uh, Madonna Breathless Mahoney oh, that's uh, Dick Tracy <sighs> mug. This holds a whole pot of coffee. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's let's first talk about what these even are. Like, what, what? Why were they made? What was? What did? What came before all this? And Zachariah, we 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 wanted to have you on this episode. Because you are the biggest Dick Tracy fan I know, and I don't. Necess- I'm not. I'm not sure if if the if the comics are anything about it that you care about, mm-hmm. or if it's just the freaking 1990 or whatever Dick Tracy movie, which uh, I'm a huge Warren fan Baby. of as well. So mm-hmm. I I love that that you're on to talk about this, or else Nathan yes. would be a lameo about it the whole time. <laughs> Well, I have, uh, I, I, I have kind of <laughs> looking at the movie now. I, I still like it, but there's definitely I see the giant uh, holes in the mast of the ship of this movie. <laughs> um, so the way this all kind of started was, of course, Dick Tracy, uh, incredibly popular comic in the 1940s. It's like any newspaper comic, which I don't know who reads them. I guess like grandchildren of who are like trapped in their grandparents' houses who still get newspapers will read, I read them Curtis as, or something. I read them as a worker at BP who had to work on Sundays and was just bored out of my mind. Yes, but how many years ago are we talking? What? Uh, 1996. Yes, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, we didn't have like a, a, a computer in our pocket that we could look at Instead of looking at High and Lois. Like, well, why did I'm they, they had, now? They had like Dick Tracy like compilations at bp for sale no 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 like (laughs) like, is that what you're telling me right now no or you brought them there and read them yeah can i get uh can i get 20 bucks on seven (laughs) um can i get some winston lights Uh, give me one of those uh dick tracy (laughs) volume sevens uh and a checkbook and a checkbook made out of gum (laughs) (laughs) um no it it was it was like in the the you know the newspaper. Like I would always grab the newspaper and read through through it Understood. every morning because that makes more if sense. No one was coming in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's still being made today. Um, it's not really good, but uh, the old the old comics were really beautiful. They're they're really cool looking. They're uh, nice art. Um, they had crazy villains, which are fun to look at. Yeah. But at uh, at some point, um, they were going to make in the early 80s were going to make a big dick tracy movie um and warren Beatty said he was interested in making it so he bought all of the film and tv rights to dick tracy warren Beatty bought them in 1985 which would never happen in a billion years today that a corporation would let one actor own their comic book character that they could license (laughs) out and he has held a tight grip on it ever since. Oh boy, like Charlton Heston and a gun. So, <laughs> which has led, which is what has led to these things. Yes, which we'll get, to, we'll get to. Um, so, uh, he was kind of developing it, developing it, and uh, finally, Disney heard that uh, Warner Brothers was making a Batman movie. It was rumored that it was going to be uh, big, and so they said. <laughs> hey, we have uh, Warren Beatty like on the line. He owns the Dick Tracy. 
Dick Tracy, definitely as popular now in 1989 as Batman. So <laughs> as said, it always has been, yes. <laughs> let's get this thing out. Top they both two. filmed at the same time, but Batman, of course, came out in summer of 89, and Dick Tracy came out in summer of 1990. Um, and that ask, was the, that's what, that's what doomed it. That, you know, it, <laughs> it, when, when you say it doomed it, the movie made like, over 125 million in profit. It was mm. nominated for four Academy Awards. It Jeez. won three, I for think. For costumes and things like costumes and makeup, I'm guessing. Costumes, like... makeup, and song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And of course, Al Pacino was nominated Best Supporting Actor for his role as Big Boy, <laughs> which is very I mean, funny. His, his Al Pacino ness in this role is off the charts. It's unbelievable. Yeah, How some would say he, he never is. recovered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though, because this occurred to me like last year. How many Warren Betty movies have you seen? Um, one. <laughs> is it called Dick Tracy? <laughs> it was two days yeah. ago. I think, yeah. Colin, you haven't seen Bullworth? You haven't seen Bullworth? I'm a no. little surprised you never saw Bullworth, honestly. I, I, I I saw the music video. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so the exact, exact same too. thing. That's a short film. Short film. Bullworth. <laughs> I I saw uh, Be- uh, Betty. I want to say Ben Benny and June. It's not that Bonnie and Clyde. Many okay. many many years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm I can't think of other ones. I, I there have to be at least one or two others, but uh, maybe that's the thing with Warren Beatty is by the time. It was 1990, and we were kids who, like, knew what was going on. Like, he hadn't made a movie since, let's see, 19—he didn't make that movie. Never mind. He hadn't made a movie for uh, 10 years about before that. Is that right? I didn't know that. His The last movie he directed was Reds oh, in yeah, 1981. Yeah. He was in Ishtar in 1987, and that's it. But before that, like, he was this massive, massively popular celebrity who was in big movies, and he was just, like, unbearably handsome, and he was a big deal. But now I feel like if you say Warren Beatty, people just go like, oh, yeah, he's a movie star. But I had never seen anything he was in until last year because I was like, I wonder if he's actually good or if he was just popular. But you have to, like, search to watch his movies. Netflix he, is not pushing his movies on you. He's known more now for giving the uh, Best Picture Oscar to the wrong movie. Honestly. Yeah. I think anytime known, you hear him mention, oh, that, that is... That's, is that uh, was, Moonlight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when they gave okay. it to La La Land on accident. Which is sad, because he's had... How many years has he been in entertainment? 40 or 40, 50, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, for that to be kind of what most people remember him for is, is kind of yes. sad, but to your point, yeah, I, I, it's a great point. I don't, I can't name a whole lot of things he's been in, in the last several yeah. decades, which is weird. Like, I guess they were just kind of, he was such Hollywood royalty and obviously, I mean, everybody in this movie, which is about people who look like monsters on a set that looks like it's colored with crayons and people are just shot up like crazy with machine guns. Everybody in this movie is a celebrity. 
It's like, the cast yeah. is insane of this movie. It's if you list them out, yeah, crazy. Like Kathy Bates has one line as a stenographer. She goes, <laughs> "Uh, what?" <laughs> like, Thanks, Kathy. That's Kathy. all. <laughs> Head out. Have you uh, seen what his latest movie is? Uh, he hasn't made anything since he made a movie uh, about Howard Hughes called Yes in 2016. Yes, called Rules Don't Apply. And that's one of the biggest bombs of all time. It cost that's 25 it. million I, and it made three. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think that's good at all. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I I'm, not, I'm no accountant. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot Kathy Bates until you just said that. But yeah, uh, she's in the background. Yeah, like D- uh, Dustin Hoffman is in it for like a nothing role. He just mumbles a bunch of times in one one or two scenes. Uh, yeah. Paul Sorvino's well, in it. Up, Obviously, Pacino. He, he he does give up. He does give up the goods quickly because he wants a glass of water that badly. Uh, but yeah, so I it's do you think that movie. that was just Beatty just put out the call to people and was like like everyone that he knew and was friends with and they all just decided to jump on and do it or what? Like he, he must be like, I have a feeling as, as though he is just King of Hollywood, incredibly charismatic, like not so much anymore, but at the time just people would do anything. Um, well, you know, he's, you know, as the special, as the second special show, he, he loves to collaborate. He thinks Hollywood's all about getting the best people together. You know, it's a group effort. Um, you know, he's all about that stuff. That's what the second special show. Oh boy, show. we will get to that, won't we? <laughs> oh um, also, I, I should just say, uh, as long as we're talking so much about Beatty, he has just, as of a month or two ago, um, a woman is uh, taking him to court because apparently he was having sex with her when she was 14 and he was Ugh. 34. Oh my God. Uh, not good. So this is in the sometime <laughs> we'll in the happens. 70s. Yeah, in the seventies. Yeah. I'm. Wow. Do you think that everybody, every man who was like a rock star or a a star actor in the seventies, was just a monster? It kind of feels that way, doesn't it? It feels like a lot of people, not even just not even just actors. I think Nathan. I think we've talked about this before, but like for some reason, when I think about the seventies in general, I'm just like, I just feel like nothing good happened that whole decade. I mean, that's pretty painting with a pretty broad brush there, but great great art, terrible artists. Yeah. Well, but I think, I feel like, um, you know, for, for a history of humankind up until some point, like for some reason there was a, gray area in what age was like appropriate for for this kind of stuff and um it's re- it's not an excuse obviously like so it's it but it's, so it's hard to say like who is an actual like monster pedophile for instance who's like that is what they're trying to do and who was just going to parties as part of whatever is happening and the whole thing's happening and people aren't checking IDs. You know what I mean? Like, like, but what sounds like what you're saying is, is this is, this was, was a, a relationship. Yes. This is her <laughs> yeah. saying that for a long period, he had groomed her and then got yeah, her away that's from something, her that's parents. A whole... <laughs> this is not like, yeah, this isn't Mick Jagger and somebody for a minute 
in like a hotel in Iowa or something like that. Yeah. Which is totally cool. Which is fine. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's in I'm Iowa. I'm glad you yeah. said it. <laughs> State line, baby. <laughs> the international waters of America. So um, th- this movie is made, like I said, it. so it was successful in the fact that it did make a profit. It was nominated for awards, but Disney needed it to be Batman Part 2, which yeah. is ridiculous. Ridiculous of them to think that Dick Tracy was going to be that because for some weird reason, Batman hits so big. Batman, it's this stylish movie about this cool comic book character. Everyone thinks it's so great. And you have like this funny other villain and it takes place in this kind of like 40s future sort of world. And so all the studios just went, the 1940s, got it. That's what people want. (laughs) Say no more. Like the shadow and the phantom, Rocketeer. And like the rocket, yeah, which is like from a comic book from the '90s, but it's based in the '40s, and they just didn't hit. It's like they didn't realize no, no stupid like superheroes. That's what people <laughs> want to see. It was years until they figured it out. It's like uh, the somehow. secret to Batman also, like, is that he's freaking Batman. Like it's just a unique. It's bat. Batman. He's Batman. And, I yeah, shouldn't have to explain been, it any more than that. And right. he's been Batman. Like like. Like Dick Tracy was not, um, like you said, Dick Tracy was like a Sunday newspaper comic strip. Batman was like a every week there's a new issue right. of a Batman story well, happening he, that's constantly evolving and changing, and there's all kinds of stuff happening. Let's make a movie about this thing that's constantly in the the zeitgeist or whatever. And and Disney's like, well, why don't we take a trip? Let's see what's under Marmaduke. Well, it is it is worth whatever's under Marmaduke. That's what we'll put out. Who owns Nancy? <laughs> Doonesbury. The uh, so the um, it is worth saying though that at the point that that Batman movie was made, B- Batman was not the coolest thing in the world, at least in terms of like film and TV. They were still living down the uh, horrible reputation of Adam West and all of that. And so when they decided to make a Batman movie. Plenty of people thought it was just going to be that again. So I can see where maybe people at Disney or whatever say, oh, we can take Dick Tracy and it's not that cool. But if we do it right and we make it look cool and we have the right actors in it, we can we can get the kids there. <laughs> but and then someone said, it didn't, well, didn't let's just do... and then they didn't make that. They didn't make something. Well, cool. so I don't know. <laughs> like, this is probably bare. This is probably worth discussing. <laughs> I I watched Dick Tracy a lot of times when it when it was like a new movie. I really liked it. I've seen it a bunch. And then I hadn't seen it for, you know, 20 some years. And I watched it about a year or maybe year, year and a half ago, something like that. And I, I still like it. I still think that the visual look of it is cool. It is very much like uh, Zachariah put it well by saying it looks like it was designed with a, uh, uh, 64 pack of crayons and like, <laughs> I, I, but I, I like it. I thought it was cool. I thought the, the villains looked cool. Um, Nathan, I, I know you did not agree with either of those points. So my problem with this is that um, I don't – there's no logic to it. Like, like there's no like, – like, like Dick Tracy's normal-looking. Tess is normal-looking. The kid's normal-looking. The stenographer's normal-looking. <laughs> uh, but then, like, there's a random guy who's got a – 
nose, and then there's is it just the villains who are weird looking? I, I think or is what the idea is, is that yes, the the okay. villains are so evil they are just like these grotesque yeah gargoyle but style there, people. But aren't there weren't there villains who didn't have faces? The face. Uh, they weren't so they weren't as bad. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, the blank had nothing. Come on. Right. He was he went the other way. They went the other way with him. The one that I will give you, uh, I will concede, it was a bad decision. Is I think is his name Littleface. Oh, and Tom. they they made Littleface by instead of making him have a normal sized head and a tiny tiny little face, they <laughs> made him have a face the size of a hot air balloon and then a face like those, the size of like my face or a normal face. One of those aliens from like Invaders from Mars or whatever. Zachariah, no. you taking issue with that? No. Crank. Take back every nice thing I said to you. <laughs> little face. Damn it. Little done, face so is fast. one of the greatest creations ever put in a movie. It looks insane. <laughs> it's it nuts. is it looks like, so it stupid. Looks like Pizza the Hut. <laughs> I know. It is it's so the thing bad. is is you cut to that at the beginning of the movie, you're like Wow, what a choice. This is so yeah, bold. crazy. This Hellraiser thing. <laughs> I love the movie. Um, I, I kind of, uh, so watching the movie now, so I saw it as a kid and like as a 10-year-old, I was like, great. Uh, watching it now, it's like, I think I love how it looks. I love the style of it. I, I love like how crazy Al Pacino is being. Uh, boy, that script is bad. Yeah. The script is, it's just, it drags and there's... The, the main problem is, especially if, like you said, like we're aiming this towards kids. Kids don't want to see a love triangle from a straight arrow, <laughs> boring cop. And then his, his, that poor woman who plays Tess Trueheart, who is supposed to be the good girl that he winds up with, is just painted as the most boring person. And then Madonna gets to be like this like exciting sex pot who gets shot at the end. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Oh, um, man. But it's like, why? What kid is going to be invested in this? Well, I'll tell you what. Well, there's one shot that Nathan, <laughs> he hit the, he hit the ceiling. When, I can't uh, believe that that's, that that was rated PG. Which, which PG scene are you, ta- are you talking about? It's when PG. her, her, uh, her, Boom boom came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> they didn't come fully out, did they? Or I missed it a lot of times when I've seen oh. <laughs> We need a Foley artist right here to make that sound for you. The um what well Nathan, say what you said. Usually like I, I try not to hear Nathan's opinion uh before we I any of the episodes of this I've been on, but he did have one opinion that he shared with me. Uh, tell tell Music about your, for rich people. Your aversion to <laughs> <Yes. laughs> your aversion well, uh, okay, to movies so, that have nightclub scenes because I'm like this so, is the most specific hatred I've ever heard no, in my life. No, no. Listen, I don't care about nightclub scenes. I, what I don't like is uh, slow sed- like scenes in movies that are like more than five minutes, oftentimes, where it's just like a sultry like a sexy person like singing a slow seductive song to the audience and everyone in the audience you know does the mask kind of stuff and it's the songs i hate the songs it's boring it's also like i don't know i just hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it 
minute long sequence you're talking about. No, it's yeah. longer. It's no. like his, 20 minutes. His it's exact like words he minutes. said to me I, in a text says, I absolutely hate scenes in movies where a sexy girl is singing seductive songs in a nightclub. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's such a specific <laughs> hatred. But then Colin. I, my immediate thing was, I was like, you're telling me you didn't like when Jessica Rabbit came out and sang? And he's like, oh, well, that's different. I'm like, well, so you just hated this okay. movie. No. Na- 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 if you can take the words in a nightclub out, Nathan does not care for many scenes with a seductive woman in it. Hold on, that's not true. Yeah. Hey, what are you trying to say? Man? <laughs> well, I no, never. like, like, what no, other scenes are like that? Like well, Dark okay, City. So met- she mentioned the, like, a lot of TV shows will have like scenes where they're just trying to uh, pivot to a-, a scene, and so. And if it's at a nightclub, every nightclub always has to have that happening in it. Like, which is fine. I don't care that it happens. What? No, you care. I just don't you like, said what show music. What I don't show like does the this? T- I'm, tr- I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to like. I, I don't have like. I'm I don't have a, a list. I haven't cataloged them all. So I, the two that I'm I came saying, up like, with every time I. I so, asked. Okay. I asked him about Jessica Rabbit in uh, Who Framed yeah. Roger Rabbit. She Let has like a very loves that. And then I okay. said, I said, what about when Willie Scott comes out in Temple of Doom and sings Anything Goes? And he's like, well, that's different, too, because so it's like Listen. the two examples I okay. gave him. He said okay. they were Hold not what second. he's talking about. It's if if something interesting is happening in them be besides the song itself, then fine. Like in Jessica Rabbit, you know, people are like it's cartoon. There's weird, you know, like like there there there's the. The element of how did they film this? Like people flying around in their seats, you know, the, the cartoon. And then in the Indiana Jones thing, it's not, it's not really. It's more like a show tune. I still don't like it because I don't like the music. But it's more like a, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't like the songs. And it's, it's a slow, it slows down the movies for me. And um, you know, unless I like the music, then it's, I'm just sitting there bored. What do you, know? you think? Of, what do you think about the uh, the the uh, scene in the mask? Do you um, like that one? That nightclub I, scene? I think it's... Because his head's turning into a wolf? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. Like, like, listen, don't get me wrong. Like, I am, you know, <laughs> like, like those scenes are like, you know, like Madonna's beautiful and, and um, you know, the other two act- actresses are... It's, it's, not, it's not that. It's just, I'm just bored during them. Would you have and... liked that scene of Dick Tracy more if wolf face and loose jaw... <laughs> The two villains were sitting in the audience, and their big, big eyes. His eyes are popping out. Loose heart is more. his heart's popping loose out. Jaw. Little, loose jaw was li- woefully underused in this film. No. He's not, I what can't I even want, remember him being in it. What I want is, I want little face there. I want his face to get even smaller. <laughs> and I want blank. I want Mister Blank or whatever. I want yeah. his face to like form a face, <laughs> and like the eyes pop out, and then it comes back to blank. <laughs> I that's just, a good it's, note it's just um, I, I get I you know I don't like musicals and I oh just boy, get bored with again. I don't like nightclub music so I, I, that that's especially from that era so I don't like I probably would have liked it better if it was like on you know like NY like if it was like on like um, freaking one of those urban cop shows from the 90s and it would have been like NYPD Blue I didn't mean that there's a, there's another one I can't remember what it's cop called Rock? Hill Street no. Blues no, there was one, and it was like they had like um, BT presents like it, crime. It, it, no, it was a Hispanic 
cop and a black cop and like all of the nightclub acts were like famous rap groups and R&B groups at the time. I would like that better because I like that music. Are you describing a fever dream you had? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll um, look a it show up. F- Okay. A show where the <laughs> about cops where they uh, were entertainers played by rap groups. I'm going to Google that. I don't think no, I'm going to uh, come up with anything. Uh, New York Undercover is what it was called. Oh, okay. Wow. I did um, not remember that. Shit. It was on Fox and it had um Say no more. Yeah, and, and it was <laughs> I watched it because of the because it was right after I, Herman's it, head. I watched it. <laughs> I watched it because of the the music in it. I liked the music. It was Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Mm. Can't, mm. can't go apologi- wrong. With Dick I personally Wolf. apologize for criticizing you. Then, thank you. <laughs> so, it really, I guess it comes down to it's not necessarily the the sexy singer or something like that. It's really the song. Like, if I don't like the song, then I, I just want to fast forward. Zachariah, you like the the music in Dick Tracy? What's your opinion? Yeah, I like it fine. I guess it's never stood out to me. Like, whenever there's a song, it is during a montage of stuff happening. So I guess mm-hmm. I never thought of it as, like, grinding the movie to a, a halt. Uh, I mean, it was fine when they're showing the montage of all the crimes happening. That was fine. That, I mean, like, I don't hate – I didn't. I don't I actually don't hate those – that's – that upbeat uh i don't hate that so much it's just really slow music from that era it's it's, and and it's like all the lyrics are just like cute puns and stuff or whatever i'm just like i just i don't know you know it's like that missed you know uh, happy like the uh, the president song you know like marilyn monroe singing to J- JFK, oh my God. those kinds of songs. Like, no, it wasn't the, a movie. The, the, the song "Happy Birthday." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will agree that does grind everything to a halt when people sing it. Right afterward, he did send me a text that said, "I seriously hate when people sing Happy Birthday in a movie. I just can't stay." He then he went on about that for a while. Yeah. I prefer Jolly Goodfellow. Okay. <laughs> It is funny that like the music of the 40s in 1990 is about as far away as the music of the 80s is from oh, right now. God, that's sad. Jeez. That's upsetting. <laughs> so there's some smart aleck child saying the same thing about uh, the music in uh, some movie that we like. I'm like. I don't like when Tears for Fears is singing yeah. in movies. Or... <laughs> oh, well, well, there's plenty of mad world whatever that song is called <laughs> what's that song called they use that song all the freaking time yeah <laughs> so let's talk about the first special or how do you want to talk about these well like, here, here's the thing nathan is america largely agreed with you like it, this didn't stick around disney didn't make a sequel because it didn't make 300 million dollars and they're just kind of like well i guess we got away with that one mm-hmm. um i also think they spent so much money on merchandise and promotion that it lost money. Like I remember Toys R Us just being full of clearance item Dick Tracy. <laughs> I wanted one of the I wanted one of the watches they had. I think they were like, were they yeah. like walkie-talkie watches? And if you had a friend yeah. that I went to, you could talk, and it would probably sound worse than a Taco Bell drive-through <laughs> speaker. Yeah. But I wanted one of those really bad at the time. As long as they were in the next room, you could have yeah. conversations yeah. on your. Wrist radio. So, Only because you could hear them through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually just hearing them. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is really clear. 
All right, so the movie comes out. It's it's not really remembered by people too much. Um, and Warren Beatty was supposed to only own the rights for X number of years. And the deadline is coming up, and the Chicago Tribune uh, owns the rights owned the rights to Dick Tracy. Um, newspapers are not in the greatest shape right now. So they were like, you know what? Maybe we can do like a, a, a limited series or something, or we can put Dick Tracy in something and we can get some kind of capital going a little bit. And they were actually in talks uh, with Bruce Campbell to do a Dick Tracy miniseries. Hmm. Okay. That would have been Because they cool. were like, yeah. Bruce Campbell, I will say even in 1990, I think the guy would have made a much more compelling <laughs> Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they go to Beatty and they're like, all right, well, uh, a 70-year-old man, you're clearly not going to make a sequel to Dick Tracy, so can we please have the rights back as per our contract? And Warren Beatty, this is, by the way, like two weeks before the contract is up. And Warren Beatty said, absolutely not. What do you mean? I'm going to make a Dick Tracy sequel any day now. In fact, I'm <laughs> making a special about... Days. Dick Tracy right now. And so he calls up, um, uh, he calls in a few favors. He calls Leonard Malton and he's like, we need to make a Dick Tracy special to show on TCM. And that will mean that I'm still using the character of Dick Tracy so I can keep the rights. So he makes this, uh, this little half hour wonder called the Dick Tracy special. I just realized I said, that it was on TMC, that the movie channel, which is a totally oh. different TC, a little different. A little <laughs> so different. Yeah. if if they hadn't called him, do you think that two weeks goes by and it lapses? Obviously, like he wasn't really doing anything. That's pretty clear. So if they had just waited, they would have had their character I, back. I wonder. I, I wonder if that would have worked. Maybe. Jeez. That's. It's such a what petty. A it's such a petty thing because it's it's like you're not actually going to do anything with this character, like that thirty minutes. What are you talking that, that, about? That thirty you minutes. That thirty <laughs> minute special should not be enough for any court to say yes, he's still using the character. Um, that should not have been uh, past past the. Uh, well, what am I trying to say? I, it should not have like you know been enough for him to keep the character. He should have lost yeah. it at that point. Well, a judge disagreed with you, and he said, well, yeah, he made a whole special where he played Dick Tracy. So he got to, the old man got to keep the rights for another 10 years. Um, so let's, let's talk, who wants, who wants to talk about the action-packed, nonstop narrative of the Dick Tracy special? This oh is utter garbage. <laughs> this is just, like... It's so dumb. It's it's I he thinks he's being cute like mm -hmm. he's doing the whole thing where he like you know he he's playing Dick Tracy in this special and but it's in the real world. So he's acting as if Dick Tracy is a real person and that the movies and TV shows and comic strips that we've seen are all just adaptations of his life. And so he's talking about Warren Beatty as if Warren Beatty isn't who he is. And it's just gross. It's just so it's the most, dumb. It's intensely self-indulgent and, and obnoxious. And, and I feel like, and especially the second one of these, I feel like Leonard Malton is just being held hostage. Well, let's, <laughs> let, let's talk this first one because there is, 
I mean, when I say slightly, there's slightly more going on in it. Because yeah, when this special true. starts, this is like Poochie on The Simpsons, where when Poochie's <laughs> not on screen, everyone should be saying, where's Poochie? <laughs> because it starts off with uh, security people and like personal assistants on the Disney lot, and they are just jizzing their pants over the fact that Dick Tracy is going to be visiting the lot that day. And it's just, how long is that? Is it five minutes, ten minutes of clearly just improvised dialogue? They're all Groundlings performer. Like, one of the women yeah, plays um, uh, Clementine her? on Reno 911. Yeah. yeah. They're funny. They're not funny in this. No. But they're like, no. oh, my God, can you believe it? Oh, he's really coming. He's really going to be here. <laughs> now, don't you? Now, don't. I know how you get around people. What do you around... mean? <laughs> don't get all excited and scream. <laughs> I would well, never They only had 13 days between the time he got the phone call <laughs> and the time this had to be on the air. And so, this was filmed in about three hours, yeah. I would say. And, and, and who the heck at TCM... Are they just like, oh, Warren's just like, this that, is a favor, right? That like, is the like, exact you, reaction I had. And I had it even. How do you call this in? I had way more of uh, strongly uh, that reaction to the second one where I was just like, they, sh- they should have been like, no, we're done being a part of this. Like, this is, we did you a favor <laughs> 10 years ago. We're not doing this again. But even with this first one, yeah, they should have been like, this doesn't like there's not enough here for us to actually put this on the air. There's nothing happening. The people that would tune into this would tune out of it immediately right it's 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 clear that this is a favor it's a total favor but it who from who and for what reason well i think possibly so so a year ago um warren Beatty presented an award to leonard malton for his contributions to film preservation at the tcm like get like celebration i think possibly warren biddy was like i will show up to your events i will be a name Mm. you can put down on these fundraisers that you do if you do this thing for me um because this special it is five minutes of people peeing their trousers over the fact that dick (laughs) trace is going to be there this is the best five minutes then we get uh 20 full minutes of watching clips of old Dick Tracy 1940s serials. <sighs> then we get clips of the 1990 Dick Tracy. And then at the very end, Leonard Malton and Dick Tracy are, are like on this Charlie Rose set where it's just this black void behind them. And like you said, Nathan, he's doing this cutesy poo bit where he's like, and what did you think of Warren Beatty? He's like, ah. <laughs> he's like stammering. He's like the <laughs> Jeff Goldblum award for stammering. Just like, a, well, I... Uh, I don't like him very much. He's like, what? That just sounded like Jack Nicholson a little bit saying that. (laughs) I don't like him. Or Reagan or something. Somebody. (laughs) It's me, Christian Slater. (laughs) Uh, So you were saying, Nathan, you think it's gross of how he thinks he's cute. I will say very literally he thinks he's cute because a runner in this is people keep telling Warren Beatty how good he looks. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of the assistants is like adjusting her breasts before he walks in the room. <laughs> this octogenarian is walking in what looks like a Halloween costume. And everyone's like, 
the first thing when he sits down and Slider Mountain goes, oh, you look so good. Oh, you haven't aged a day. Pomegranates. You know that. All pomegranates. Yeah. He goes on about the pomegranates. It's, it's, Is it supposed to be funny? I, no, no. I don't, I, I don't honestly, know. Honestly, truly think that he extols the virtues of pomegranates in his real life. What it you was, have reason to think that, or you just I he just sold it so well. The reason in character. why, the reason why he wrote because he wrote this. The reason why he put that in there is because he does that in real life, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll put this up. <laughs> right, because Leonard Bolton says, oh, how do you keep looking so good? He he goes on this thing about pomegranates, and then he says, SP SP small portions. Yeah. I have small portions, yeah, and exercise. I exercise. It's like it's a real answer. It's not anything yeah. to do with. It's not a callback to anything that Dick Tracy does. No. Yeah. If he had said like, "Well, every time I bust one of these criminals, I, it makes <laughs> yeah. me young again," or like, then it would have been right. like, "Okay, you're in character." No, it was just like literally Warren Beatty. How? What do you do to try to stay young? <laughs> well, another problem is there's no carrot. Like Nathan, do you remember? Did you watch the SNL with Michael Keaton, where he hosted last time? Um, I think I watched some of the sketches. Did you watch the beginning monologue? It was did? a great monologue. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Unless you're about thing. to say it wasn't. I loved it. No, it was. It, <laughs> what I was going to say is so the, the opening runner is that all the cast is asking him to do lines from his other movies. Okay. He's like, no, 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 no. Then at the very end, he he turns to one camera and he says, I'm Batman. And he turns to another camera and he goes, it's showtime. Okay. But when he does it, he does each one in character and it's like, his eyes are doing something different. His yes, voice is different. He's absolutely. like tilting his head. And you go, holy cow, Michael Keaton really like locks into Channels, something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When he like he has such a like a take on these characters. And Warren Beatty, it's just like he's ordering a stack of pancakes as Warren Beatty. There's yes. nothing. Because when they when they in the second one, they they're spoiler alert, they're together. Warren Beatty, Warren Beatty, and Dick Tracy are talking together in a split screen, Ugh. and they they're doing the exact same things. They're set, they sound they're exactly acting the same. exactly alike. Yes. There's yeah. no difference whatsoever. Yeah. Seventeen year olds doing Zoom videos where they like cut back and forth, and one character has a hat. Like that has more character differentiation than this actor. Um, and, and he just when I watched the first one, I was like, oh, Warren Beatty is stammering and doesn't seem like he even knows what he's doing. And then when I watched the the second one, I'm like, oh, he looked great in the first one, because <laughs> right. in this one, I was like, this is upsetting. Like somebody should have stepped in him and like, this is not a good look. It's not. You've talked about how you didn't like the colors in the movie 19 times. You've talked <laughs> yeah. about. What? I mean, he Can touches we... on two or three points. Ad nauseum, like constantly like, over okay. and over. So if in the first one, if the first one is boring and it's just clips of the second one is just Warren is just Dick Tracy watching clips from the new movie and going, yeah, no, no. Like, yeah, see, you don't do. See, yeah, there's no, long stretches no. where he's literally yep. just doing that. No, yeah. Yep. No, you can't. No. I I, yep. I, I, no. I punched seven guys with one punch. I can't, you can't. You wouldn't. He said this sh- is like I, I just you can't. Fifty percent of it. Fifty percent of it is him just doing what I just did and I'm not exaggerating. It's, well, we it's also sad. Say, how does the first one end? He just like walks off, right? He's just like, We're <laughs> done oh, he, he, and he, he leaves. leaves. Because I he, I think he asks him 
like Leonard Mullen asks him, uh, have you ever thought about, which is the dumbest question in the world. This is totally like a, a setup. Like He asks him, y- you're, you've been fighting crime all this time. Have you ever thought about, you know, doing something that wasn't good, like doing a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and then he gets offended by that question and he leaves. Right. Well, I never. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the end of that. So there's there's no there's no arc. It's nothing is set up and paid off. He shows up. He shows some clips. He says <laughs> some answers that don't seem to have anything to do with the character of Dick Tracy, and then it's it's done. Like all those assistants and all those people we met at the beginning, they're dropped. They're nothing. Um, Colin, you said like it, he just called in some quick favors. The guy who. Uh, shot like the guy who uh, filmed and lit the first special. Uh, his name is Emmanuel Lebitsky. He is a three-time Academy Award winner for photography. Oh he shot gosh. Gravity. God. He shot Birdman. What? He shot what Children was of Men. Going through his mind as he's doing this this day. <laughs> he shot Sleepy Hollow, Ollie, like, and this thing. It looks like garbage. I mean, it looks bad. You know, you know, the, there there is one good thing about the second one the the best which in my opinion makes it better than the first one is that um mank ben mankowitz is that his name the yeah. mank i call him the mank mm-hmm. he is giving this giving dick tracy the stink eye the entire time <laughs> and i got the sense that he was not acting. That he was actually going, what the hell well, are well, we doing here? Let's say, if you haven't watched these, and there's really no, unless you are just morbidly curious about these things, there's no reason for you to. The second one starts off with Ben Mankiewicz from TCM calling in Leonard Malton. And poor Leonard Malton, he has, like, a Parkinson's. He, he has a cane, so, yeah, a cane, and he's, like, obviously yeah, they having the guy trouble walk getting around. In. Yeah. Hurry um, up, Leonard. He, but he's watching the – He's he calls them in because he's watching the special that Leonard Moulton had done 10, whatever, yes. 10, 20, 12 years yeah, before. He can't figure and it out. And he's just like, what the hell? What am, why is he call, Why is Warren right. Beatty calling me? What does he want from me? And he seems genuinely well, irritated and confused. Yes. He says, Dick Tracy is calling me. Um, <laughs> yes, Warren Beatty, he, not Warren Beatty. Why is he – oh, come on. Two very different characters. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't Dick Tracy is <laughs> – is calling and he's watching the last special, but he's saying like, "What is this? Is this supposed to be funny? What's the <laughs> point of this?" And then Larry Mullen comes in. He goes like, "I don't know. I don't know what this was." He made me do and it. Dick Tracy zooms in, shows more the same GD clips from the 1940 <laughs> serial. More the same clip. Did you notice that every time they play clips from the 1990 Dick Tracy, they show that stunt where he jumps from On the, pole. the like ledge to the lamp pole yes. and smacks his face Slams into his it. Face, so yeah. st- I hate okay. that scene. It hurts. I, I've I always wondered, did he really smash his face and it like re- like just recoiled back like that? Or like what was he doing there? My my theory is so originally Warren Beatty said he wanted to do all his own stunts. <laughs> he did that one. <laughs> And I think he got hurt because it is not him doing it any other time. He has to stunt double the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that every time they show it, it's like, oh, uh, show the one where I uh, am a virile young man. And I leap smashed my face. Like every time he lost half a tooth on that one. 
every time he's he's like he's like going through YouTube, like and he'll get the algorithm will give him like the behind the scenes of Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise, and then he'll like he'll go ah oh, what is this trash, and then he'll go look up the clip of him jumping onto the lamp. <laughs> now that's a real stunt. <laughs> so eventually, Dick Tracy is just like saying like. The Warren Beatty movie stinks. It's not good. It's too colorful. This why crime is fighting is serious. And then they they link in. By the way, is this is this the most phony baloney looking Zoom call you've ever seen in your life? Uh, okay, why are they using the word Zoom, but not even just showing Zoom controls? Like they're probably not if they're allowed, allowed to they say Zoom, then they can put the Couldn't controls. Get the rights. <laughs> well, then don't say Zoom. Uh, so there's all these like fake glitches that look like Max Headroom that never happen in a real <laughs> Zoom call because they have yeah. to edit around pauses or whatever. <laughs> so they loop in Warren Beatty, and as you said, there's no differentiation between how they're speaking. They're talking back and forth, and they keep cutting to Ben and Leonard just staring in disbelief <laughs> and annoyance at what they're Thinking having through to watch. All the decisions that got them to that point. I know. Like and I've had a good like, career. I've done good the, stuff. The, How the fuck the, am I here? Excuse my the language. grandson of the man who wrote Citizen Kane <laughs> and the most one of the most respected film critics in the world are having to watch this octogenarian just grasping these film rights. <laughs> it's it's like you'll if you didn't know, they're they're like either masterful actors, <laughs> or they just hated what they had to do. No, I think when they called cut for the last time, they both just stood up and walked out of the room without saying another word to Warren Beatty. Just like I'm done, I can't spend another second in here with him. Can one of you remember? what that eternal speech that Dick Tracy gives at the end is that is like the craziest monologue I've ever heard. He, he talks, um, uh, the one that uh, then Warren Beatty pauses for what felt like nine minutes and then goes, yes. Um, oh God, <laughs> it's going to bother me now. Cause he does go on and on. Uh, he, oh, oh, I know he wants a, he wants a, a gritty, realistic, Dick Tracy movie where nobody is wearing crazy makeup and there's no colors because fighting crime is a serious, serious. business. Oh, there's no yeah. pink streets. And uh, nobody <sighs> nobody has an attention span anymore because we're all addicted to our phone. Like it turns into man yells at cloud. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, Warren Beatty, like you said, Colin, Warren Beatty like has a, a, long pause and he goes yes you're absolutely right dick tracy oh we should have lunch together warren okay noon that sounds good warren all right i'll see you there dick tracy and then (laughs) i like to think that warren Beatty went to lunch by himself the next day and just kept playing both parts back and forth talking to himself (laughs) while the staff at the restaurant wondered what was going on with him well, the last shot of the special is a a Haley Mills parent trap esque <laughs> shot of the two of them at a, a table eating lunch, and they're doing a thing. Oh, this guy is he eighty one? Is that how old Warren Beatty is now? That seems um, young. <laughs> yeah, 
81 years young. He's, no, he's, he's 85. Okay, that's better. He's an 85-year-old <laughs> Still man. Seems a who's bit going to, low. Who's 100% going to make another Dick Tracy movie. Oh, um, yeah. They, there's a thing that they tell extras in movies not to do because, of course, the actors that are on camera are speaking their lines, and when extras are in the background, you can't talk because that's background noise. You're supposed to be miming conversation. Um, and what you're, they always say is like, okay, the two of you are in a conversation. Just make sure you're taking turns so people don't look back there and you're both talking to each other at the same time. And that's exactly what he's doing. Both characters are just like, like Muppet style, like just nonstop mouthing to each other. And I swear to God, in the last couple seconds of the shot, uh, Warren Biddy looks straight down the, the barrel of the camera and you can tell he's not acting. He is an old man who is, is wondering if the camera has stopped filming. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, like doing that, like, uh, like he doesn't want to like wave his hands or anything. So he's just kind of like eyebrows. That there scene is... made me think of. Have you ever seen the Pixar cartoon where the guy's playing, ch- the old man is playing chess against another old man, and then at the end you realize he's it's one guy and he's just playing both. That's what that scene made me think of. An old man who's just existing somewhere in his deteriorating like brain. And he's just sitting there having a conversation back and forth with himself. Do you think that he, that, okay, that Dick Tracy suit, is that the original Dick Tracy suit, do you think? No, that's a spirit Halloween. I bet he has tons of those. Okay. But do you think, yeah, do you think think he he wears that around his house? So, absolutely. So, as an experiment, um, I wondered that myself. And, I couldn't find anything online about it, um, seeing if he had his own Dick Tracy suit. So instead, I had Chat GPT write a story about it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zachariah, your reaction to that was all right. I so, guess we're doing this. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's set up that bit a little. I realize this is a very easy to grasp concept, but you. You were wondering if Warren Beatty uh, contractually got to keep his own costumes and props. Yeah, and then if he's just around the house, he's just like he wakes up one day and his wife wakes up and he's like, hey, Tess. (laughs) Oh, you're wondering if Dick Tracy. (laughs) He makes Annette Bening Bening be Tess. (laughs) He takes it that far. Yeah, so. All right, so. um, By the way, ChatGPT, very nice. Um, Would not write a story disparaging Warren Beatty. Oh, that is nice. Um, How is that disparaging him? Well, because uh, you I, said, I, does I, dumb old man have, <laughs> have to be a fucking this. loser? That's what chat GPT <laughs> said. So, so I'm not going to do this. that. Let me read the story first and then I'll give you the prompt. Mm. The mm. questions I asked him. Mm. Um, once a famous actor, Warren had hit a rough patch in his career. His last few films hadn't done well and he was struggling to get new projects off the ground. He began to feel depressed and disconnected from the world around him, spending most of his time at home wearing his old Dick Tracy costume and barking orders at his staff. (laughs) (laughs) Even though Warren's wife's name was Annette, he insisted on calling her Tess, just like the character from the comic book. Annette tried to be supportive, but she couldn't help feeling concerned about Warren's behavior. She knew that he had always been a big fan of the Dick Tracy comics, but she didn't understand why he was so obsessed with the character now. 
Every night, Warren would dream of making a sequel to the 1990 film adaptation of Dick Tracy, which he had starred in. Despite the fact that the film had not been well received by critics or audiences, Warren remained convinced that there was a great story to be told and that he was the only one who could do it justice. However, Hollywood had moved on from the era of the superhero detective, and Warren's insistence on reviving the franchise fell on deaf ears. Studios were more interested in making sequels to popular franchises like The Minions, and Warren felt like he was stuck in a bygone era. As the days turned into weeks and then months, Warren's behavior became more and more erratic. He would spend hours poring over old Dick Tracy comics, muttering to himself about how he could make the story relevant again. His <laughs> staff began to worry about his mental health, but they didn't know how to help him. In the end, Warren's obsession with Dick Tracy proved to be his downfall. He became increasingly isolated and withdrawn, and his behavior became more and more erratic. Eventually, he was forced to seek professional help and began to work through his depression and anxiety with the help of therapy and medication. Although Warren never did make his sequel to Dick Tracy, he did eventually find new projects that brought him fulfillment and joy. He learned that it was okay to let go of the past and to move on to new challenges, even if they didn't always involve superheroes or detectives in fedoras. <laughs> you know, that reads as very, very possibly what actually has been happening in his life. When people say, like, oh, is AI going to replace authors? The fact that it tends to end every story every with like story. the most boring children's book ending. It's always nice and neat. It always lifts up. Like even there, I was like, because I've written a ton of stories right now through it, and that last paragraph, I was like, oh, it's ending on a down note, and then it was like, but in the end, and everything worked <laughs> out, and they had a sandwich. So I first asked it if they knew if it knew who Warren Beatty was, um, and then I said, why is he obsessed with Dick Tracy? And uh, it said Warren Beatty's not necessarily quote unquote obsessed with Dick Tracy. Oh man! <laughs> but he does have a strong interest in the character in the world. And then it just it kind of goes into like what he liked about it as a kid and stuff. And then I said write a story about Warren Beatty getting depressed, and so he wears the Dick Tracy costume around the house, barking orders to the staff and calling his wife Tess, even though that's not her name. And now he dreams every night of being able to make a sequel to Dick Tracy, even though no one in Hollywood liked the movie and all they really want to make is more minion stuff. That's your, pr that's the prompt you gave it. That was my prompt. Yes. Okay. And it says, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, it would not be appropriate or ethical for me to generate a story about Warren Beatty getting depressed and engaging in behavior that is not based on factual information. It's important to respect the privacy of public figures and not speculate about their personal lives. So then I said, okay, well, write the same story, but don't include the part about him being depressed. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, but I could not generate this story. And then I said, and then I said, write a story about an actor. And so, um, and then it just said, I can't do it. Still, it said, I can't generate a story that will perpetuate harmful stereotypes oh my God, it was or make light of mental you. health. Like, I'm sorry, so, Nathan. I'm afraid I can't write a story about. So and then I said, so then I took out the depressed, and I just said, write a story about an actor and then everything else. So then it said it used John, and the name, the wife's name was Linda. And then I just said, repaste the story, but change the names to Warren and Annette. <laughs> and it, and wow. then I was like, okay, I'll do it. You found the end around. <laughs> nice job. I, yeah, I found the loophole. So in case AI does take over the world, let me know, and I will find the loophole. This guy down in Florida, he's the only one who knows. <laughs> How to talk Skynet Ooh. down. He'll I trick now know it. a new story I'm going to write. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this... 
I've been playing a lot with this, and yeah, but it's so funny that it does that, where it's like, it it just, it sums up the stories like that, where it'll be like, it'll put in one paragraph a thousand years of stuff, (laughs) and then it'll say, but in the end. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, we might not think that it was a, a very good special, and it was very confusing, and he wasn't really playing Dick Tracy, but you know who didn't think that? was a California judge because he gave Warren Beatty another 10 years to bite the old Dick Tracy apple. Yeah, because of this Zoom call special, he still has the rights. And the Chicago Tribune uh, wound up, the only thing they had that was like making money, uh, they owned uh, the Chicago Cubs. And they just had to sell them. Oh my gosh. So Warren Beatty helping turn... Journalist media into a ghost town. And by the way, as he's complaining about new media, you know, yeah. like in the thing. Meanwhile, he's helping to tear it down. This yeah. guy. Are we? Are here's the question. Are we going to see another one of these with ninety five year old no, he's Dick gonna, Tracy? No, he'll be dead. He'll be dead. You right? Think? I don't know. I guess he's a celebrity. He'll have like freaking some parabolic chamber he can step into. Yeah. He eats enough of those pomegranates. That's true. <laughs> and blue and the occasional blueberry. Yep. Wow. Well, I hope that well, I folks, hope he makes it. I hope we get to see him again. I and, do too. Uh, how, I can only imagine. How, how amazing would it be if he actually got like he he did a Kickstarter. He got all the money for Dick Tracy part two. <laughs> oh, no. And he plays Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> The Jeez. woman that played Tess is, is gets, dead. Gets, she died uh, a couple years ago. So it seems unfair and, that she would be gone and that he'd still well, be 90-some well, years old playing Dick Tracy. Colin. And if he got, and if he got Madonna, he, she yeah. would have oh, to play boy. one of the villains. <laughs> She's better Sorry. off behind the Sorry. no face mask. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're chasing plastic face. And yeah, Sorry. she's... Anyways, go on. Hmm. All right. Well, so w- overall ratings, <laughs> better or worse than the movie, <laughs> these two specials, <laughs> even though we get oh, to watch pretty on. much like half of the movie. In the <laughs> I told I, Nathan has a, a tendency. He, he would always say to me, like, let's, you know, you could talk about your feelings on, you know, a movie or if it had a personal significance. But every episode I was on where I would try to do that, I'd say, like, oh, my dad and I used to watch this. But he'd be like, oh, God, here we go. About every story I tried to tell. So the, when he mentioned that we were going to watch these, I said, oh, yeah, there's a couple lines in there that my dad and I have quoted throughout the years. And he gave me that bullshit response again. Like, oh, Jesus, you're not going to tell that story on the episode, are you? Well, look, whenever you're talking to Nathan Criterion Collection Shear, he does not like any collector. He he doesn't like any dumb treacle. He doesn't like. I'm I'm like, just because your dad didn't spend any time with you. It's not my fault, Nathan. Like, like a lot of people dream about like how they're going to change the world. Like, my dreams are what I would pick if I got to go into the Criterion closet. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so what are your what, what did you and your dad say to each other? 30 seconds, no more dick? 
That was me and my brother. We loved that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were the ones that I quoted to you when I when I first said this? Now, uh, now something you're about. Be... I think it was the one that Madonna when she well, I sees said, him eating. Uh, yes. Sounds Can like I leave because really, I get really sick when you eat? <laughs> I get yeah, sick when you eat. And then the other one was uh, when Big Boy says, "I did not kidnap you. I did not kidnap you, but I am kidnapping you now." Just stupid shit like that that we would say all the time. It's not a good story. Nathan's right, but father's son. (laughs) Same reason we quote uh, "Midnight Run" to each other still after all these years, which that was another time I shared a piece of my heart and got it shit on. Yeah, I literally said to him after that that episode, I said, "You're the one who told me to talk about that kind of stuff. So why do you shit on me every time I I do it?" I set you up. I'm like, yeah. I set you up. Yeah. Uh, that. Anyways. So. Anyway. Uh, ignore. Ignore these. Uh, <laughs> even if you're a Dick Tracy super fan, like, there's no meat on these bones. I <laughs> like, I will say though, if you're, I am fascinated with just clueless egotism. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, I can't think of any purer form than of a delusional person who was once like. Everyone wanted to sleep with him. Everyone wanted to be in business with him. And he was never able to move on from like the 70s, basically. Yep. yep, yep. He was part of like, he, he was part of the new Hollywood scene, right? Like, that's like. Uh, yeah, he a was a Bonnie, casual- Bonnie and Clyde. A lot, that of, was a big a lot thing. of casualties from that era, right? But I, went, <laughs> I guess he's not a casualty. It depends. Just- it depends on like how in love with yourself you are, I think. <laughs> I have kind of the well, same feelings about like I I have uh, a lot of negative feelings about Clint Eastwood for a number of reasons, but it, oh I he's my guy of, right now. Clint Eastwood today is my guy. Why? <laughs> I hated him back when he was making good cool movies. Yeah, no, I like my top Clint Eastwood. Him talking to the empty chair. The empty chair, yeah, that's right. At the convention. That's I always I watch that often. That's in my top criterion collection. <laughs> you want him to make a special <laughs> special yeah. a DVD release of that. <laughs> so wait, you think that <clears throat> you think that Clint Eastwood is in the same way like he's just he never got over the glory well, years I, and he's just kind churning yes, out and I, I think more so I have an issue with the way critics and and people react to anything he does and act like it is just the most brilliant thing in the world. Like I, I have deep hatred for the movie uh, million dollar baby. And when that Mm. came out, I was just appalled by how much people fawned all over him about that movie. I hated that movie. Hated it. Yeah. But yeah, but you didn't like dark Knight of the scarecrow. either. (laughs) That's true. That's fair. I don't know. I did not like that either. You're right. I don't know if I'd be following you on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's, you know, (laughs) I I gotta be who I gotta be. Ouch. (laughs) Point Uh, counterpoint. Um, so with all of that, we have, we have some sad news here at the network special studios. This is our final episode of the show. And I blame you, the listeners, <laughs> the listener. <laughs> no, we, we, we just, the show has run its course. We've all got lives now. I've got, I've had four children since the show started 
And, you know, I've got to take care of these kids. I've got to take them out to see ball games and ride go-karts and do the batting cages. Um, so, and mini golf, too. All Usually all in the same place. <laughs> it's just great. Um, but, yeah, no, we're ending the show. And so it was great to have Zachariah back on to help us finish this out. And it was great to have Colin in season two, who took up the reins like any like like who took up the reins like Steve Gutenberg does in Meet the Santas. Oh, Jesus. The or worst, whatever. The worst thing it anybody's ever the, said the, about me. The, the, and the from his father. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know what? I Nathan didn't know. I'll peel back the old Wizard of Oz curtain for a second. When Nathan asked me to do this, he hadn't yet decided that he was going to end the show. But the thing is, is that without meaning to, Nathan, you picked the absolute perfect thing to end this series on. Because the Dick Tracy specials are also a rapidly aging man <laughs> talking about pop culture that nobody cares about anymore on a format that not many people uh, listened to or cared about. Wow. <laughs> However, unlike Dick Tracy zooms in, you are going to stop before you become an elderly man clinging <laughs> on to the past in the public eye. That well, I have that was the rights. I have um, booked this domain for the next 10 years. <laughs> No judge in any court and, and, is going to listen to this podcast and, and side with you about anything. And in 10 years, if some yokel from GoDaddy tries to take this domain and park something there that isn't this show, we're going to record another episode. And it, hopefully it will be it'll be timed exactly when the new Dick Tracy special airs. And also the like fit. What will it be? The 15th, 16th um, special message from. Uh, Kevin Spacey's character from House of Cards. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be. Let me be frank, right? He's gonna be getting frank yeah, with frank us, Underwood, hopefully yeah. for a long time. <laughs> Very long time. <laughs> well, I um, will say uh, that you know Nathan Zachary, you guys are you guys are this podcast. Like you did what was it sixty sixty episodes of it before uh, I jumped in and, and did a, a whatever a dozen or fifteen or whatever. But you guys did an amazing, like I, I was and am and will continue to be a, a big uh, fan of this podcast. So thank you to you both for creating this and, uh, and thanks for having me along for, for the last uh, little bit of the uh, stretch of it. So it was a I great honor. Co Colin's right. And Austin, <laughs> why couldn't you get 20 <laughs> of your, your dumb friends to listen to this thing and uh, really bump the numbers? Come do on. you, do you, yeah, Austin. Uh, do you have any, <laughs> by the way, Colin, do you have any uh, episodes that you and your dad like? Yeah, my dad and I used to, we, <laughs> to this day, we will, I want you to just, I wish you would just fade out slowly as I'm saying that. And then it would be the very end of the last episode is just me being cut off saying that. My dad might be listening to this. So, hey, dad, remember when we used to say stuff to each other? <laughs> Those were the days, huh? That was fun. Well, with that. This will be the final time that we say this. We say it at the end of every episode. Jeez. And um, I'm almost not remembering what we say. I think oh. we say, in, <laughs> in your name we pray. <laughs> Is that what we've been saying? No. 
As as we always say at the end of every episode, nobody was ever hurt by our friend the blueberry. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. We are not ending on that. I forgot. We still have one more thing in store for you before you we know, leave. It truly would not be a Nathan-led <laughs> podcast without coming to a graceful landing, <laughs> yeah. and then suddenly the, the plane right lurches back, back in the sky, <laughs> a 90-degree vertical liftoff before wrong. shooting back down to Earth. I was wrong about the fuel gauge. We still have a little bit more in this tank. I say if we have more in the tank, why not keep flying? And if I just could... Yes, I, we're over water. I was really hoping I could channel uh, one of our. Oh uh, no! <laughs> one of our our, our oh. past famous guests to yeah. see if they could come on and explain yeah. exactly what what they loved about sure, or what sure. they didn't or didn't like about let, the Dick Tracy let, special. Yeah. Uh, while he while he walks in here, let me get some liquid in my system. Okay. Hey, Nathan. <laughs> Hey, Colin, whoa, I hadn't seen you here before. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, hey, Stoney's back for the last ride. About you. It's like I always say, oh, you were on mute, dummy. It's like I always <laughs> say, recording. I have what a long, strange trip it's been, right? I always say it. You, you, you say that at the end of every episode, usually. I always say it. So what did you think about the Dick Tracy specials? Did you get a chance to watch them both? Let me tell you, if you want to get through these, you need a little God's good herb in you. <laughs> so a, bit, a little bit of that sticky icky. You need a little bit of the little green men. <laughs> What's your favorite Warren Beatty movie? <gasps> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, Nathan. I, li- I like that movie Reds, okay. but it would be better if he had called it Green. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what I mean. I think you do. Did you ever see Shampoo? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. I'm a big cinephile. <laughs> I have two dreams in life. Yes. Finding a field of sweet, untouched ganja and stepping into the Criterion <laughs> Collection closet. Well, before you go, can you just tell us your top Criterion release? Top Criterion release? It's got to be uh, Up in Smoke. <laughs> okay. And and what what special features did they have on that one? Did oh, come, like, Robert Altman does a commentary. Um... <laughs> Did it come with the rolling papers or something? Yeah. The box is some real artsy-fartsy minimalist <laughs> drawing of a joint. Well, you know, it's been great to have you. And I, I was hoping, you know, that maybe – I was thinking maybe you could sign us off for the last time. Sure thing. All right, everybody. Stay blazed. <laughs> Bye. Take it easy. <laughs>